0: This is Sheffield
1: Live. We're open for Business Live.
0: Hello, curious entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs, and welcome to Business Live, Sheffield Live's weekly program for you with me, Jamie Veach. It's Friday. It's the 10th of September 2021 as this episode is first broadcast on FM radio and, of course, on your podcast platform of choice. It's episode number 347. Time flies. Now, we are talking today with Leon Smith. She is Chief Customer Officer at Twinkle, the education uh, resources organization company here in Sheffield, employing a thousand people here in Sheffield in its two offices and all over the globe as well. And Twinkle, founded in 2010, we've talked with folk from Twinkle a few times on the program in the past. But the firm has now, following increased demand over summer for educational resources that relate to the needs of pupils arriving from overseas, the educational publisher has launched a dedicated area on its website called International New Arrivals. That's designed to support educators and children and their families. And we hear more about how it does that from Leon. We also talk with her about what her role actually entails, being chief customer, officer. What does that actually mean? And what is a typical week or so in her life? It encompasses user experience, marketing, and and more. Interesting to hear from her. Also in the program today, we have several new funding opportunities for businesses and for social enterprises. One of them has a very, very short deadline of next Monday, but very worthwhile as well. And uh, a couple of others with longer deadlines and Pretty um, pretty good uh, funding available from those if you are eligible and if you're able to secure it, so so listen in. And we have some events coming up as well. Those are all after the interview with Leon, and um, that's what we're going to turn to first of all. So without further ado, here's Leon Smith of Twinkle.
1: We're open for business life.
0: Leon Smith, Twinkle, thanks ever so much for joining us on the radio show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. First of all, can you start by just giving us a quick refresher? What is
1: Twinkle? So, well, we're an education company um, founded in 2010 um, and we provide teaching and learning materials for the teachers and anyone else working within the schools, um, parents and home educators and basically anybody who's got a role in educating children and young people. Um, We're Sheffield Bay, Sheffield Born and Bred, but we've got you know, lots of members across the world that we support as well. And
0: you have just created some new resources. I mean, for many years, you've produced specialised resources to support educators, to support schools. But you've just created some new specialist resources to help people who are welcoming pupils arriving from overseas. Can you tell us a little bit more about this?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. So It's something we've been doing for a long time. And, you know, we've got a very a very clear and well-established mission at Twin Coal, and that's, you know, that we help those who teach. And what we noticed over the summer was an increased demand for materials that related to the, the needs of people surviving from overseas. And I guess our, our priority really was to ensure that all children feel valued and openly welcomed into schools and that. Teachers and, and those who are working in schools are provided with the tools that they need to meet the needs of all of their pupils as well. So, as a former as a former teacher myself, and we've got lots of uh, current and former teachers in Twinkle we know that pupils arriving from overseas often have additional um, sort of additional needs or need specialist resources to help them. Um, and we know that you know as uh, a back to school time, there's lots of anxieties about going back to school and that back to school period, but for international arrivals, you can kind of couple that with the combined pressures of adjusting to a new culture, learning a new language, settling into a new home. You know, we, we knew that we needed to do something more to help. So we wanted to respond by curating the resources that we already have, um, as well as making new, respond, uh, new, new resources to respond to the current need.
0: Right. So you created the mi- curated them sorry within a new dedicated area on the website that's called international new arrivals and within that there are some of the existing resources that you've published for years to help people to to help educators and schools to welcome pupils from overseas plus some new resources as well so it's a new section on the site um, curating some existing
1: and some new material is that right that's right, yeah. We, yeah. we really wanted to make it as, as easy as possible for educators to find the resources that they need. So, yeah, we curated what we already have and we, we created some more resources as well. So curation and creation um, to, to really provide that suite of tools and resources that people are going to need.
0: Great stuff. Now, I had a quick look at the Twinkle website and at that section, and there are plenty of free resources available in there. So I could go to the site and I could immediately... Access them, but can you tell us a little bit more about what sort of resources people will find and the impact that that they can achieve with them in in terms of helping people that they're teaching and supporting?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, so the resources that are on there um, provide guidance really for educators, so uh, how they can welcome new students and best support children whose first language isn't English, Um, but also. working with existing students as well to make sure that the transition is successful as possible. So there are resources in that area that are not only for the educators, um, but also for the pupils and also for their families as well. So we try to, to create as, as broad an offering as possible. Um, you know, there's, there's things in there such as helping pupils to uh, to learn a new language and new vocabulary, new classroom vocabulary. Um, yeah welcome activities for welcoming children into the classroom um, and helping children to understand their emotions as well because we know it's, you know, it's, a, it's a um, it can be a stressful time for children. So we want to help them to sort of be able to manage their emotions and, and to deal with what's happening. Um, so not only those resources for, for helping the pupils themselves but to supporting educators as well. So providing those um, strategies and guidance, for welcoming new arrivals and, and kind of everything that comes with that.
0: Yes, that makes absolute sense. So it's helping pupils, helping children, helping young people themselves. They might be exposed to news stories that might have upset them as well. And I gather that there's a pack, that a resource pack for children to help them
1: so yeah, withstand
0: that, current events as well. Is that right? Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. So I think, you know, we're very aware that you know, these situations and, and other stories as well that are happening in the news um, that, that children are exposed to can be upsetting or difficult to understand. Um, so, we've created a path really set to help support children to, to understand what's happening in the wider world and to help them sort of deal with upsetting news, really, and to give them those creative strategies.
0: Yeah, indeed. So, there's quite a, a, a wealth of resources in terms of diversity here, too, from things for educators and students and people who support children and work with children, things for parents, things for children and young people themselves, pastoral content, educational content, a a mixture. And you mentioned your, your own background, Leon, as a teacher yourself. And these resources are, importantly to say, created by teachers and former teachers and people who work with and support children that uh, i i understand they make up a, a high proportion of your staff at twinkle
1: yeah that's right i think i can't remember what the percentage is but roughly 50 percent or even more we've got um sort of current or former teachers and you know it's really important for at twinkle that we've got that expertise um within within our um, our staff and that you know the people who are creating resources for all teachers and educators have that experience and understanding not only of the curriculum but also you know the, the other elements of working within the classroom um so we, we've got that sort of expertise and as well
0: and when did you join the firm
1: oh i joined in 2005 so i've been in good twinkle pretty much six years now
0: right and uh... As chief customer officer, what's a what's a typical week in your working life? How does that uh, what does that involve?
1: Well, as as chief customer officer, really my job is to make sure that our customers are happy and they, that they have everything that they need. So I'm really <coughs> excuse me, I'm really involved with their customer experience, okay. um, there's elements of customer support and marketing. So anything that really is involved with Communicating to our customers and making sure that our customers' experience is, is the best it can be. And um, that takes lots of different
0: forms throughout the week. No week is the same as Twinkle. And <laughs> Twinkle, with something in the region of 750,000 resources on the website, that's a lot of material, a lot of bandwidth. However, yep. that's served up and, and stored and so on. What have you done over the last year in terms of? iterating developing improving or changing customer experience because you you talked about the sort of user experience there mm-hmm. and it must i mean there's a an enormous amount of information to organize to present and and to make people um, to make available to people in a in a way that you know, it must be very important. I, I can imagine for customers to be able to find what they're looking for pretty rapidly. How, how has um, how has the site, how's the business evolved um, over the last um, couple of years? Anything notable? Uh,
1: yeah, well, I think I think what's what's important for us really is that you know I've mentioned that we've got teachers working in Twinkle and we've got that understanding of our customers, and that's really really important for us. Um, so. Really, over the past few years, we've been looking at how we support customers uh, more globally because we do have customers in lots of different areas. So, from from the Sheffield business, Sheffield-based business, we've grown and internationalised, so to speak. So, what we've been really focusing on is getting people, you know, internationalising our our workforce in in the same way that our customers are, so that we've got that response to our customers' needs that, you know, that that matches the, the sort of customers that we're working with, basically. So you know it's really important for us that the, the experience of our customers, both in terms of how they interact with the websites, how they experience customer support and our, our emails, but also in terms of you know the resources that we provide, the curriculums that we provide materials for, is all really um, tailored and personalized to, to the different countries that we serve.
0: Right, yes. And from the perspective moving beyond that customer experience into marketing you said that uh, marketing for example might be part of what you you do as well I imagine the business kind of markets itself now um, because if I enjoy a resource and find it useful whether I'm a a teacher here or in one of the other hundreds of countries which you're talking about then I'd be pretty keen to get another one and another one and so on yeah but but again, what's changed in terms of your 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 marketing at Twinkle over the last year or two? What, what's new?
1: Um, I think what's really important for us um, at Twinkle and what has served us very very well throughout you know throughout our growth is is customer understanding and we I guess we, we look at our marketing really as kind of relational marketing because we provide. What what our customers need and what our customers tell us that they need, and we build up those relationships um, and those communities with our customers. So we we can meet their needs and we um, we stay very very close to them. And I think that as we're you know as we're sort of growing expanding and, and um, supporting more customers, that strategy is really the same. You know we we really want to build those communities and those relationships because they are so so important, and if we know, you know, we're in tune with our students. If we know what they need, we can provide them with what they need, you know, where we're meeting their needs and, and that makes them happy and that you know that, that serves what they want.
0: Great. Well, I very much hope that many, many people will download and use the resources within the the new international new arrivals section. We'll find them useful, we'll find them impactful and supportive. And Thank you ever so much for coming on the show today, Leon. It's really interesting to find out about them. We've spoken also in the past about Twinkle Hive with with um, some of your colleagues at Twinkle, and how it's supporting businesses here in Sheffield, um, and particularly so and social enterprises and impactful businesses too. We've also spoken on the show in the past uh, and talked about Twinkle's own work to, for example, distribute books to food banks across sheffield last year and lots of other initiatives so it 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 sounds as though there's there's ever such a lot of activity that goes on in all sorts of ways um here in sheffield and of course all over the world is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about um exciting unusual um new initiatives from twinkle or or from twinkle hive
1: that you're involved with that's a good question um i mean there's Beauty twinkle is that there's always something happening, and uh, you know I've said before our mission is to help those who teach, and and it's true it runs through everything that we do, and um, and it's what drives us, is what motivates us, and you know makes us do what we do every single day. Um, I think I suppose over the past year, um, well, eight three months, you know, obviously COVID has been huge, um, hugely disruptive um, to children, schools, parents. Um so I think I guess from the past year that's been the most most significant um, activity I guess that's been happening we, we made the, the site free for three months you know from March 2020 to June 2020 we literally saw what was happening around the world and the disruption that was happening and children learning from home and parents being all of a sudden turned into teachers and you know we wanted to do what we could to help in that situation so we we literally made the whole site free for three months and just tried to respond to that need by by doing what we could in that situation. So, um, hopefully things are sort of calming down a little bit. But it's you know that that's definitely been a big focus for us over the past to 18 months.
0: Yes, absolutely, and and I imagine that a lot of people made use of the the resources when people were homeschooling and and so on and, and found a free access particularly useful well well leon thank you so much for joining us on the show today and um of course people can find these resources on the website do you want to give out the um the website address for twinkle please
1: oh yes it's uh, it's twinkle.co.uk nice and easy
0: super leon smith chief customer officer at twinkle thanks ever so much for joining
1: us brilliant thanks so much we're open for business life
0: this is Business Live here on Sheffield Live, FM radio, online and of course through your podcast platform of choice. I'm Jamie Veach and this is your weekly show. Curious entrepreneur, social entrepreneur, this programme's for you. Not only to listen to, you're also welcome to get in touch and put yourself forward to be a guest on the show. We do have lots and lots of exciting folk lined up to be on the programme over the next few weeks. but We're always interested in hearing your suggestions and nominations for yourself or other people to be on the programme. Now, in a moment or two, oh, and how to do that, of course, quite important, just send an email to me, jamie at sheffieldlive.org. In a moment or two, we've got a couple of funding opportunities coming up. But before we do that, some new research out this week has demonstrated that since the start of the pandemic, managers in businesses have moved their focus towards employee output And away from hours worked, with experts saying that that change of approach is improving inclusivity and retention. A poll was undertaken by working families. It's found that 86%, nearly 9 out of 10, of employers feel that the line managers in their businesses... And organisations have shifted to focus on output, on productivity, on what you actually do in your job, rather than the number of hours worked, thanks to the changing working patterns of the pandemic. And the CEO of Working Families, Jane Van Zyl, said that the figure is particularly encouraging for employees with caring responsibilities. And at the best employers, the best businesses are embracing flexible working as we emerge slowly from the pandemic. Now, these figures are in their Benchmark Report 2021, and teams from 84 firms took part in reflecting on their activity, but also um, the Chartered Man- Management Institute have said that they've seen a change in focus from management um, in term- because of the more flexible approach to work, with lots of people, A, preferring a hybrid environment, but B, that um Boosting management capability in your business is essential to navigate the challenges of the workplace after the the lockdown. And flexible working, um, if it's implemented well, improves well-being. That helps you as a business to attract and retain employees and to promote inclusion as well. So take a look for more details at um, at the Benchmark Report 2021 from Working Families, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Right, some new funding opportunities now. And first up from Innovate UK, we've got the Women in Innovation Awards 2021 to 2022. Innovate UK is part of UK Research and Innovation, and it is offering at least 20 Women in Innovation Awards to female entrepreneurs across the UK. Winners will get a £50,000 grant and a bespoke package of mentoring, coaching and business support the competition aims to find women with exciting, innovative ideas and ambitious plans that will inspire other people. The awards are for female founders, co-founders or senior decision makers in businesses that must have been operating for at least one year. And the competition has two phases. So your project that you want to bid for as a part of the competition needs to start uh, in April 2022 and end on the thirty-first of March, twenty twenty-three. In other words, it needs to it needs to last for a year. And to be eligible for an award, you've got to be a female founder, co-founder, or senior decision maker. As I said, um, in a UK registered micro business or SME business, it must have been operating twelve months. You need to pro- be intending to carry out a project in the UK, and you need to be available to attend an online interview panel in December 2021. You also would have to attend a couple of boot, boot camps and be committed to work as a role model um, for up to five days during the duration of the award. The awards are paid in three instalments with £33,333 up front in March 2022. And the the organizers plan to offer at least 20 awards there are full details lots more information and detail about this available on the ktn-uk.org website i will of course link to that in the show notes of the podcast version of this so you can find details and the closing date to get your application in is the 13th of october Next up, and you would need to act very quickly for this one because the closing date is the 13th of September at 9am. It's the South Yorkshire Health and Wellbeing Mayoral Community Fund. Grants of up to £10,000 for community organisations working to address health and well-being across South Yorkshire, particularly mental health, social and green prescribing physical well-being or engaging young people in activities addressing health and well-being but you need to get an application in by 9am on Monday the 13th of September through an online application form. If you want details then go to sycf.org.uk. You've got the weekend to work on it so get to it. Finally today I'm going to flag up Innovate UK and their healthy ageing challenge. Now this is opening formally on the 20th of September, but details have been published now. Uh, They want to invest up to 14 million in innovation projects to address under-provision of services which support people as they age and help them to remain active or independent or socially connected for longer. They want to support business-led innovations that are near to market and can scale. And they want to support project costs Um, that have people-centred design principles. So, um, closing date for this one is the 17th of November and full details are on the ukri.org website, UK Research and Innovation. If you then go into their funding finder and look up the Healthy Ageing Challenge, loads of details there about eligibility and how to get your application in.
1: We're open for Business Life.
0: That's almost it for this week's episode of Business Life. Thanks ever so much for tuning in. It's a short one. We'll be um, switching to some music after this. We heard earlier on from Leon Smith of Twinkle about a new section on their website curating lots and lots of resources that they've put together to support educators, to support schools who are helping people who are perhaps new arrivals to the UK and have created some new resources as well as um, curated existing ones. We also heard from Leon about um, what her role involves as Chief Customer Officer. Really interesting talking with her. And my thanks again to her for joining us on the show today. We've had some funding updates, some great opportunities for you to um, access some funding to support your business or your social enterprise. So we've had some of those. And now, before we go, just a couple of events coming up. So if you listened to the show for a while, you might have heard... A couple of years ago, I actually did some interviews from the Megatron, the gigantic underground river drainage system in the city centre of Sheffield. And I interviewed a few people when I went down there on a tour. And this weekend, Sunday, the 12th of um, September, you can go on a Megatron tour. It's organised by the Sheaf and Porter Rivers Trust. Tickets are 20 pounds each and you can explore those hidden rivers of central Sheffield and learn about the history, the biodiversity and the future of these incredible places. I really enjoyed it when I got the chance to go down there a couple of years ago and I actually um interviewed a couple of folks uh, down there for, for this program. Now, normally these tours sell out, they normally sell out very quickly. I have done before COVID, and I think this is most probably the first time they've been run um, since before COVID. So take a look at the details on Eventbrite. If you go to eventbrite.co.uk and look up Sheaf and Porter Rivers Trust, you should be able to find them. But I will tweet, uh, tweet a link out and I'll put the link out uh, in the show notes as well. But as I mentioned, those are on Sunday to September the 12th. I imagine I'll probably do them again because um really, really, really popular. In fact, I can see actually... They've got them on the 19th and they've got them on the 26th as well. So um, quite a few opportunities for you to go along. Now also going on this weekend on Saturday, tomorrow, the 11th, it's a People Communities Together event in Sheffield at Norfolk Heritage Park. This is a celebration and showcase of communities working together in sheffield this one's a free event it's a festival with a dance troupe with a choir with comedy and with food as well so lots going on about that um and that's in norfolk heritage park okay that's it for this week's episode of the show thanks ever so much for tuning in thanks again to our guest and thanks for sheffield live for putting us out on fm radio hope you've enjoyed it and do get in touch if you want to put yourself forward to be on the program as well We'll be back on our next Friday. Thanks for listening.
1: Sheffield life, Made in Sheffield. Made by you. We're open for business life.